So do you ever feel like your life may be going around in circles, like you're you know, having the same conversations, the same kind of experiences over and over again and again? Well, today, how to break free from the aquarium syndrome to manifest your best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, kinetic believers all around the world. I'm Stephen Canyon. So glad you could join us for another adventure of attracting our best lives. If you'd like to send an email, you can send it to kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. Stephencanyon.com is the website. Well, hello, Miss Maggie. Hello. Greetings, friend. Greetings, friend. Listen, thanks, by the way, for the new rain jacket that you got me for hiking. <laughs> You're what welcome. A, what a surprise. And thanks for mine. That's pretty funny. What a surprise. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew, right? I know. <laughs> I mean, look, it's rain. It's rained on us one time in over three months, and we're both so excited about <laughs> having gotten rained on. <laughs> we, we came into the desert because we were so tired of the rain. I know. You know. But there that's, was none. that's a perfect example, though, that life is about the diversity. It's about it's variety is the spice of life. That's what makes one thing so nice because com- it's compared to another. Diversity, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Hiking out in the out in the forest, rained on us, held on us, yeah. thunder, lightning, the whole thing, poured, dumped rain on us. But you're bearing the lead that this hilarious part that we both bought each other rain jackets off Amazon. Well, we already <laughs> see we already had rain jackets. We had our rain jacket, supposed rain jacket. It's on, um, but <laughs> they, they were weren't—they weren't really waterproof, were they? Yeah, they were rain jackets. I mean, they did a good job. Rain of, resistant of absorbing. Who water. knew? There's a difference between rain resistant and yeah. rainproof, right? Yeah, and I think. Yeah, I don't think mine was a... It looks like a rain jacket, but it, it didn't have that. Well, thank you anyway. Yeah, thank Love you. It. It's fantastic. We are equipped now. Uh, today, let's, uh, speaking of rain, let's, let's talk about something that I call the aquarium. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. How about that for a tie? Yeah, I like it. The aquarium. It, you know, round and round, so many people go. And for most, you know, life becomes like living in some kind of an aquarium. Mm. You've seen the goldfish swimming around and around in circles, just going around. It passes by the plastic tree. It goes through a hole in the rock, past the bubble blower, and back to the tree again. And then, what do you know, there's the hole in the rock, and I'll swim through there. And there's Gus, the other goldfish, going the other way. Well, hello, Gus. Top of the day to you. Well, top of the day to you, Bob. And around they go and and do it again. Round and round, habitual patterns of thinking, Mm -hmm. a habitual pattern way of life. The same emotion showing up when every time we we pass by the plastic tree, we feel the same way again. Mm. We think, oh, we're doing something new, but it's not new actually at all. And having the same arguments, watching the same shows, playing the same games over and over. So the days of our lives just keep coming, keep coming one after another. We turn the calendar pages. Maybe we you know, keep having the same conversations, thinking the same thoughts. The life journey is like the small world ride at Disney. The only thing is you haven't figured out how to get off of it. Mm. So busy with all the nothings. Round and round, round and, and round, round and we round. go. Repetition. Now, you know, getting off of the small world ride at Disney is actually probably easier than you think. Mm. Actually, do you remember we went to Disney in uh, California? And it wasn't long <laughs> after that, there was an article in the paper. I saw a news article that some guy 
was stuck on the It's a Small World ride, yes. and he really did go round and round and round. I well, mean, it, I think it happened. He, didn't he get stuck inside the ride, and the music wouldn't stop? That's what it was. Yeah, that was Stuck it. inside, and, and I don't know how long it was, hours, I guess. But it's a Small World. Kept playing. Kept playing. It's, it was, it was for a long time. Thing. I mean, it was, it was hours. Easy. <laughs> oh, gosh. Poor but guy. Getting off of the, the proverbial small world ride is easier than you think. The first thing I want you to do is to check your daily, your daily routes, your daily routine. Stop, it, stop long enough to actually think about your daily routes. What are your routines? Because chances are we've taken some of those routes before. And, and I'm not talking just about physical routes either. Maybe it's some emotional routes. That we just keep going along, doing the feeling the same way when we go by the same plastic tree. Well, and the one that you said that really stood out to me were the conversations because um, I can look back and at even emails, you know, from exactly a year ago, and it's it's kind of always a little a little creepy how it's somehow similar to what I'm doing now. It's just it's it's weird. It's cyclical. Well, it could be like what we were discussing on the last podcast. At some point in our life, maybe we were in a similar situation that caused negative feelings, mm. negative emotions, which continue in this aquarium of life to cause similar emotional reactions. And then the repetitive negative train of thought just shows up. And that's really how old habits are born. Mm. Wow. If, if you can clearly see the circular path of negative twists and turns, Pay attention to the pattern. See what other influences may be causing you to keep circling back to the, that same location over and over again. Before we can make any changes to the way we chart our course, we have to acknowledge where we actually want to go in life. KB Creatives determined to go boldly where we haven't gone before. Look, I know breaking habits can seem daunting. And when I talk to a lot of people, this is probably one of the hardest things most will uh, be challenged with is breaking old habits. When our habits of thinking are negative, we understand that what we habitually think about creates the lives that we end up experiencing. And then it seems a little insane to have any kind of fear when it comes to deciding that, you know, I don't care what it takes. I'm going to change my negative habitual ways of thinking. The aquarium syndrome is comfortable, it's familiar, and sometimes protective, and we know where all those little hiding places are. We know where the rock is that has the hole in it. We know where the plastic tree is that we can go in and nestle up to. However, that doesn't mean that we can't change regardless of how long we've been swimming in those circles. This is what insanity looks like. I mean, this is why so many continue to attract into their lives what they already have, what they've already been experiencing, and I call it the aquarium syndrome. What about the path to your dreams? Where does that big one fit in? Does it ever seem like you're just, you know, trudging along, facing the same obstacle over and over, the same excuse that worked for you 10 years ago, still just continues to have the same kamikaze effect? In fact, it actually has gotten easier just to crash and burn. It's, it's a habitual way of doing things. You, you start to, you know, we start to get a little bit of success in our lives and, oh my goodness, I've got to, I got to bail out before anything good happens. It's a habit that, that's developed over time. Look, I don't have to tell you that we have an enemy 
that stands in opposition to the attraction of our best lives, to manifesting our desires. And those negative energetics, when unchecked, will derail our dreams without any opposition. Some things just can't be taught. You know, they have to be experienced in order to be learned. Well, I have to say, I think it's fascinating the way that you are presenting this to us today because it's it's taking it further than just talking about uh, negative habits. You're actually giving us, it feels like you're giving us this sense that when you if, you, if you find yourself living a repeating life, a cycle life, this aquarium life, that you're missing out on a lot. And, and we're not meant to repeat. We're not meant to be repeaters all the time. Year to year. Missing out on so much. And I've imagined this. We've all seen the little aquarium sitting in the corner of a room. Mm. And you're looking from out in. You're not in the aquarium. You're just seeing the little fish going mm-hmm. round and round. And then where you are, there's such an enormous world of opportunity. There's all this diversity. Mm. There's so many places that we can go and experience that that little fish in the aquarium doesn't have mm. access to because it's going round and round. Mm. And I, I think it's really interesting because it's making me think about whenever whenever we talk about let's take some time off, let's take a week off or two weeks off and, and, and go somewhere. My my gut reaction is to is to go through my file of places that we've been before to see, oh well, what did we enjoy? What did we like to do? And and it is interesting that it takes a little extra step. It takes some extra um I don't know what I guess we're gonna find out what what that is today, but it takes something extra to, to do the new thing, the fresh thing, the different thing, because there are so many unknowns. To advance, we leave the past behind, don't we? Mm. And it's not just about location either. It could be a new book. It could be advancing your uh, experiences, uh, being curious about things you don't already know about, reading some about, I don't know, the, the molecular makeup mm. of a tree, yeah. just because you're curious about it. And are you saying that this is uh, something that we need to be aware of and, and pursue these new and different things and breaking out of this aquarium lifestyle because it's it's just what we're meant to do? What is the, the core reason behind? Yeah. Be- because, you know, I guess a lot of people could say, hey, you know, the aquarium is pretty comfy. It's pretty cozy. Uh, I don't need it. I don't I'm need about, anything and else. And I'm gonna, about to show you why it really isn't comfy and it's really not cozy. Mm. It appears to be that way. And some things that appear a certain way aren't really like mm-hmm. that. Look, I can show you. Yeah. I can show you how to have control over every obstacle between you and your best life so that you can experience some dynamic change and have it to begin to show up in areas that may have previously been strongholds in your life. Mm-hmm. I learned a long time ago to be very clear about what I'm suggesting, about what I'm teaching. Mm-hmm. I was mentoring a, a gentleman, a good friend of mine, yeah. many, many years ago. Uh-huh very successful in his own terms. He lived in the castle up on a hill and was, he <laughs> that was, guy. That guy yeah, was, he was doing, that guy. doing so mm. well. He had many, many homes and uh, still does. Yeah. But I've been mentoring with him for about a year. We became pretty close and we'd go out to lunch and have long conversations and um, many, many deep discussions. Yeah. And uh, one day I was discussing a movie that had just come out and I said, mm-hmm. um, I said, you're going to have to go and, and rent or, or get this new movie, and I want you to watch it. It's called Napoleon Dynamite. And uh, he said, okay, I'm going to do that. I said, you're going to love it. It's, it's, the, it's just fantastic. Oh well, I didn't hear from him for a couple of weeks afterward, and so I called him and um, I asked, you know, asked how things were going, and he said, well, I got the movie you suggested. And I said, oh, you did? Did you like it? Well, 
uh, it was interesting. I said, yeah, you found it interesting. He said, sure. I, I got, well, I sat down in the media room and I got my wife and had her come in there too. And uh-huh. we both, we both got out a little notebook and a pen and I sat down to make some notes. <laughs> So that I could advance my my uh, life to the next level, Steve. Oh, he thought you were trying to get him to watch it, this existential experience. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I said, no, you date. I said, you, no, you could not have. Don't, don't. It was it was just, it was for the fun of it. I, I wasn't trying silly. to teach you a lesson. He said, well, I watched all of it. <laughs> I would love, I would have given anything to see his notes. Oh, my God. About. It was like alpaca question mark. Oh, and I said, well, what, what did your wife think? And he said, well, she got up after about 15 minutes and said, it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so I, I have to be very clear about what I'm suggesting. And that this, we're, we're trying to, we're actually learning something here. Look, KB creatives have authority and dominion to, be, to actually force every obstacle out of their way with a simple yet not always easy strategy. <laughs> Look, here are, here are some ways to mentally empty the aquarium syndrome that you can put into practice today mm-hmm. to be able to inhabit your dreams. KB creators make the daily choice to, first of all, stay out of strife. Mm-hmm. The energetics of strife are negative. Yes. They will attract destruction to every dream you could ever have. The clear path to our dreams manifesting, it's one that's free from strife. Everything we could ever think of or imagine, every good, abundant thing, great wealth, health, happiness, joy, all good things are attracted to manifest with the creative power of kinetic belief. But the law of attraction is disarmed from attracting those good things in an atmosphere of strife. When human creatives are in strife, Things begin to negatively spiral. Focus is lost. Uh, energetics become wild and careless. Circumstances manifest in a reckless way. And as a result, we become victims of the unwanted thing. Even so, because we made the choice to enter into strife, the way that we emotionally react to other people or become angry at circumstances, the law of attraction is going to obey our negative outbursts. It's at our command, mm. whatever that is. So the energetics of pride, greed, depravity, strife, deceit, malice, all those things will become us. The substance of fear manifests destruction into our lives. Negative things show up in the ways of destruction. And simply put, strife is the destroyer of dreams and desires. Wow. And this specific topic of strive is such an important one because it is incredibly, it can be very magnetic because it is that habitual negativity that we've talked about recently. Yeah. Strife will keep you in that, uh, in the aquatics of the aquarium syndrome. It'll keep you right there in that place. You've heard it said a nation divided against itself will not stand. Mm. Well, neither will a house, neither will a family. In the same way, a double-minded person, one who's divided against themselves, is in strife with themselves, and they will not stand. Mm. It's vital that you love you, that you look at yourself in the mirror, that you make eye contact with yourself and speak those positive affirmations to yourself. Remind yourself of the day that you're going to have. Let you know just how special you are. And you know something, this is not an easy thing to do. When you, if, you've, if you're not accustomed to, to doing your affirmations to yourself in the mirror, you're going to find it very challenging. Mm. And it's simply because when you first start, 
you'll probably sense that you don't really believe you. Mm. And it takes practice. And the more you do it, the more insistent you become. Yeah. The more you believe exactly what you're saying. And when you make that full connection of the substance of belief with self, that's when the alignment begins to do some pretty powerful things in your life. And you're right. It begins that way because it can be even a little awkward at first because it is a more intense process, I think, of doing affirmations that way. Sure. But look, when anybody is swimming around in the aquarium of strife, those energetics secret away their best lives simply because we're handing over our thoughts and our desires, our dreams to those negative attractions. Strife acts as a worker holding up a stop sign at a construction site who never seems to turn the sign around. (laughs) And you'll just sit there year after year after year going around in the aquarium. Strife, it just isn't worth it. Put strife on notice that you're not going to participate in its game of repetitive destruction anymore. And, you know, somebody's thinking right now, but I'm not the one who started it. Refuse to argue, and you will clear a path to the manifestation of your dreams and desires. The person that you came into the natural as, that little baby human, was created with a special, one-of-a-kind genius of purpose. Every time that we intentionally avoid strife, our genius of purpose is statured. It's revealed to become even greater. But now I've, I've put the pressure on you because it would now be foolish for you to be quick to argue and quarrel ever again. Because you now you've, you've changed. There's been some revelation knowledge that you've gained today. This is the defeater of the best life for most people. Strife is the killer of dreams. And one way strife rears its ugly head is through arguing. And for some people, arguing, I'm telling you, it's just a habit of the aquarium syndrome. Habitual arguments. It's the constant need to defend yourself or to always be right. The problem is, in the realm of desire, the root energetic interrupting the alignment of your kinetic belief is based in pride. It's prideful. In other words, the aquarium syndrome of arguing stops the love that fuels the belief that we need in order to attract our dreams. Well, that makes me think of that of a saying that I've heard before, that familiarity breeds pettiness. Is that something you believe to be, to be true? Is that the baseline? Yeah, I think, no, I don't, I don't believe that, that. I think familiarity can be a beautiful thing if there's no strife involved. The energetic, negative energetics have yeah. been dealt with. But even more critical, arguing stops the attraction from manifesting into our lives, the good thing from coming into our lives. And as a kinetic belief creative, we center ourselves within the energetics of power and authority for healing in our bodies for attracting abundance in every area. But this type of creative power, Megan, it only comes from kinetic belief meditation that we talk about all the time. Right. Look, and I really want everybody to hear this. Kinetic belief doesn't change sickness or disease. Kinetic belief does not change poverty. It doesn't change negative things. Kinetic belief changes the one who uses it. It's not a respecter of persons, which means... Every one of us was created to be powerfully successful in any area that we should choose. Human creatives who look within to validate their genius of purpose rather than habitually argue about who is right empower the law of attraction with their creative authority and their chosen desires actively then pursue them to create their best lives. 
We can clear an enormous path for manifesting our dreams by refusing to argue with anyone about anything. And when we find ourselves at odds with someone else, don't waste another minute. Stop what you're doing. Correct yourself, not them. Get out of there. Do whatever it takes to preserve the bond of peace between you and yourself. You see, get out of the circle of strife. And if they insist that you're to blame for the whole problem, don't argue with them. The point is, if we change ourselves, others will be changed. But whether they change or not, it's none of our business. Our business is, is us in every relationship. Kinetic Belief creatives enjoying their best lives are emotionally big enough to not get into strife. We humble ourselves and we just say, I love you. And more than anything else, I don't want to be in strife with you anymore. And the energetics of arguing and strife, look, they destroy the manifestation of every good desire. It kills the journey of our advancement. I mean, it destroys dreams. So we learn to respond in unconditional love, which is a choice. It's not a feeling. Arguing is a current that's going around and around in the vortex of an aquarium way of life that'll just keep you from realizing your dreams. So we keep the flow of positive energetics to our dreams clear. I have to say, too, this is a fascinating angle on strife, this angle of of repetition and the way that it that it does uh, become such a huge part of this round-robin way of life, you know, connecting it to that aquarium syndrome. Because you're right, that that's sort of the first thing that kicks in when you keep start repeating yourself is, um, you know, you find yourself having that same argument that you've had every year at this date and this time on, you know, this occasion, every single, just over and over and over again. So again, this awareness of that is, is so powerful. Um, but it has me wondering, you know, are new experiences the antidote to this? Well, first of all, look to your point. Yes. In this sense, those arguments that become habitual patterns and ways of life, uh, familiarity does breed contempt <laughs> and it does become a familiar thing right. in that habitual way of arguing. The, mm-hmm. the first knee jerk reaction is to argue with you, to argue with the other person because I'm going around in this aquarium way right. of life and we're having the same arguments over and over. You're so like, there is a solution to it. Right. It's six days before Christmas. Um, isn't it time for our money, our financial <laughs> argument? Is exactly. That, is it three o'clock? Right. But it, so, so there's all of that. But then another block to the creative power of kinetic belief are grudges. Mm. Holding grudges. Mm. A person who holds a grudge is swimming in circles and not down the path to their desires. The solution takes us right back once again to unconditional love. Mm. In other words, the acceptance of love, it doesn't keep a record of wrongs. The acceptance of love doesn't find fault. And if we're keeping a list of those who have wronged us, those who have somehow betrayed us, the grudge that we're holding against all those who have wronged us, those negative energetics of bitterness leave absolutely no room for the quantum substance of life, joy, happiness, abundance, to be able to manifest our highest viewpoints for our best lives. Mm. So a grudge is a refusal to forgive and kinetic belief cannot work for you in an unforgiving heart. And that's why we have to get away from the negative feelings and replace those negative triggers in the way that we talked about on our last podcast. And this is really revealing how everything really is strife, grudges, uh, the opposite of those, um, that we really are dealing with energetics and, and that those energetics have very, very real consequences in our life. And so it's not this tit for tat sort of way of living. It's this energy is going to produce more of the same and, and having that depth of understanding about, you know, what is a grudge and, and what's the energy flowing through that grudge? What does that really mean for our life? All of a sudden it adds the necessary weight 
to to the grudge. Well, and all of a sudden, too, we're also beginning to drill down and look at the root of the problem here. Mm -hmm. And we're recognizing that, you know what, maybe I am an emotionally led person. Maybe my feelings are out front. Our feelings will lie to us and they will keep us in bondage to the Aquarian Mm -hmm. syndrome of repetition. Well, and something that I remember about when I lived a more round robin way of life is that everything is relative to you. So, you know, your aquarium is not like anyone else's. And so if there's a real crazy person in your aquarium, you may not seem very emotional. Um, so, but maybe if there's no one around like that, you're the crazy person. So again, just looking within, not comparing yourself to others is vital because there, there's always someone crazier nearby and there's someone more calm. And so just knowing yourself in this way, like you said, you know, look in the mirror, have those conversations, get to know the real, the real you, what you're really thinking and feeling. Recognize those repetitions, recognize your feelings and emotions that are keeping you in that place of bondage, keeping you in that place of familiarity. And it seems like this is going to require a deep process of of honesty with yourself. Lots of fearless honesty. Mm, That's correct. You know, and somebody listening to this right now is probably going, yeah, but now wait a minute, (laughs) because there you go. You're starting with the reasonings. Mm. You're starting to rationalize the reason that you're having the arguments, the reason you're holding a grudge. I am telling you that it doesn't matter if people have accused you of all kinds of things. If they cost you your job, cost you your relationships, our kinetic belief, creative job that places us squarely into the one percenters who are enjoying their best lives, the fullness of their genius of purpose. Our job is to forgive. Yes. Forgive others. Yeah. Forgive. Forgive yourself. Do the work. Rewrite the story. Don't hold grudges. Stop swimming through the same hole in the same rock over and over while pretending (laughs) like you're going somewhere new. Look, you don't have to feel good about it. This is not about how you feel. The substance of manifestation requires that we have to do this because if we don't forgive, it's not possible to advance our mind, body, and soul. Grudges are the blinders to our imaginations. Wow. Grudges are the blinders to our imagination. That's amazing, isn't it? Grudges just sort of live rent-free in your head. They take up so much space when we, when we hold on to those things. When we're in strife, when we're having arguments, when we're holding grudges, we lose view, the viewpoint of our desires. Mm. We can't have those dreamful imaginations. Our thought processes are taken over by the strife and the energetics of anger. When I love that a moment ago, you told you, you told us that this whole process really is a fearless process and it does require courage. And I, I like that you, that you told us that because this is a big undertaking and it's going to require that we do go off road and live in this very, um, you know, forging our own path sort of way. You know, off road is where the adventure is, isn't it? Yes. Unconditionally loving other people takes you off road. And I've heard every kind of excuse when it comes to unconditional loving other people. Somebody says, well, but Steve, you just don't know what they did to me. (laughs) Look, your best life is not about what they did to you. If it was, then what they did to you would represent your best life. No, the law of attraction, power of kinetic belief works through love. Not everyone is easy to love. My goodness. In fact, most people struggling with themselves will put your determined love to the test. And I don't have to tell you that. But in a world swimming with polar opposite energetics, negative and positive, there are no promises that this is going to be easy. But what we do know is that it's impossible to attract what we hope for without kinetic belief. 
And kinetic belief will not work where there is an unloving heart. Mm. Kinetic belief works by blueprinting our desire, imagining our desires having come to pass, putting words and action to our desire, being grateful for our desire, and then most importantly, kinetic belief works by love. Yes. We can't have it both ways. We can't be blueprinting in our manifesting journals and be angry at someone at the same time. I mean, we can't be aligned within the energetics of kinetic belief while we're bitter about sister merry-go-round and the way that she gossips. We can't manifest our best lives when we're holding a grudge against mama, grandpa, and the siblings over an inheritance. So we do these things to leave the aquarium syndrome way of life, even when it's tough. This, look, this is too important. We have one life and the universe contains everything that we'll ever need to experience it, to be an expression of its beauty. It's far too dangerous. It's way too risky to refuse to show unconditional love to all people in all situations. And yes, this includes politicians. <laughs> P.S. <laughs> it does. Gotcha. Um, and I have to say, as, as I've been listening today and, and learning and it, you've really given us the sense that kinetic belief is the thing that's going to elevate you in all of these different circumstances. So when we em, when we employ kinetic belief in a strifeful situation, it's again that word elevate just kept coming to mind. It's going to to you know I just see a balloon filling with helium and naturally rising above all you know sort of the fray of what's happening below. Kinetic belief advances us, but kinetic belief works by love. Clear the path to your manifestations by responding in love, even when it seems impossible. And by the way, you have not cornered the market on what seems impossible. (laughs) There are a lot of people going through a lot of difficult things. It's not just you, but look, by, by doing this, give yourself and your family the priceless gift of life and of health and one of peace. Clear the path to your manifestations by responding in love, even when it seems impossible. Now, you may be thinking, well, how do I know if I'm responding in love? The kinetic belief manifesting kind of love is defined as being patient with other people. It's kind, even when others aren't. Manifesting power of love isn't boastful to other people. It's not going to be rude or jealous. It's not easily angered, and it doesn't hold any grudges. We're all co-equal creators, created in the image of the Creator with the creative power of authority and dominion to be able to experience the lives of our beliefs. Energetics don't define us. We define energetics, which attract what we've imagined. And we imagine the good, not the bad. Unconditional love never fails to advance us beyond the the circular patterns of mediocrity that we're talking about today, which means that if we're meditating to become love, we cannot fail, and the path to manifesting our dreams will remain unobscured and clear. These things that we've been talking about on today's podcast, Meg, to attract and manifest our desires may not be the first things that that we think about when we're kinetically believing for our genius of purpose to expand into our lives. But at the end of the day, these things are non-negotiable. If you're serious about the law of attraction, if you want to experience the remarkable power of kinetic belief working for you, it's time to break out of the aquarium syndrome, those endless dead ends, 
and determined to steer clear of strife and jumpstart your kinetic belief and make the mad dash toward your dreams. And I love this idea that you're really presenting love to us as the the linchpin, the mechanism that is making kinetic belief work. I think of you can have the most amazing, beautiful, sleek, perfectly tuned car, um, but without gasoline, it's it's almost worthless. And so it's sort of in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, love is is the fuel of kinetic belief, and and one it, they go hand in hand, and and they need each other, and it's so important for us to to always be going back to this, to be returning home in a sense to this unconditional love platform. Because we have to have it. We have, you know, kinetic belief alone is not enough. And not, that's right. And not allow those negative emotions to lead us around anymore. Yeah. Courage and audacity is required to come out of those habitual patterns of destruction. Mm. Everyone actually has what it takes. Yes. Just take a few more deep breaths. Journal your desires. Imagine your desires coming to pass for you. Be grateful for the new way of life. And go live it. Live in the mystery Swimming off into uncharted territory is exciting when we're willing to accept the adventure of navigation. A journey would not be so adventurous if we knew all the details, would it? (laughs) Spend some quiet time alone and ask those hard questions of yourself and fearlessly answer them. Who are you? I mean, why are you here? Not what are you doing, but why are you here? Fearlessly now answer those questions and write those down in your journal. Rewilding to free our minds to begin thinking without fear, desiring without limits. That's an adventure. KB creatives are exploring and living life in a way that they never have before. Live in that mystery and focus on the journey. Live in the mystery. Add this to your daily affirmations. I live in the mystery and focus on my journey. Determine each day to expand your mind's world. Every time you consider the habitual thoughts that you're having, every time you notice the aquarium syndrome vortex dragging you off into those clutches, those arguments, the grudges, all of those negative things, determine right then that you're going to expand your world. Look for new options to advance your mind. Quite literally, with your journaling You are drawing the map for the places your mind has explored and going to explore and the ways that you can get there. Continue to pioneer new pathways in discovery. And remember, every time that you do it, that's not going to be the last time that you'll swim away from your comfort zone. But it's the beginning to the wilderness of limitless possibilities for yourself. Bruce Lee said that (laughs) I fear not the man who's practiced 10,000 kicks but I do fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> Don't neglect yeah. your guided journaling. Even if you have nothing new to add to it, unconditionally love yourself enough to practice your best desire 10,000 times over yeah. and over again and again. And kinetic belief will do the rest. Relentlessly. Let's work on some guided thought forms. Let's do and Let's it. do some affirmations together. Just say this out loud. Say, I am infinite. I am infinite. I am an eternal being journeying my way through time and space. I am an eternal being journeying my way through time and space. I can do anything. <laughs> 
I can do anything. Adventure brings me. Adventure brings me. Expansion and peace. Expansion and peace. My creator is my friend. My creator is my friend. And has given me the universe for love. And has given me the universe for love. And support. And support. For my best life to manifest. For my best life to manifest. I am strong and therefore always calm. I'm strong and therefore always calm. There is an infinite source. There is an infinite source. Of inner strength. Of inner strength. Within me now. Within me now. I am one with love. I'm one with love. One with happiness. One with happiness. One with prosperity. One with prosperity. One with joy. One with joy. One with peace. One with peace. I am advancing. I'm advancing. Into my limitless self. Into my limitless self. I am infinitely capable. I'm infinitely capable. And can deal with any circumstance. And I can deal with any circumstance. With ease. With ease. I am a super successful. I'm a super successful. Powerful KB creative. Powerful KB creative. Creator. Creator. And that's it. That is the aquarium. <laughs> the aquarium. So enlightened about the aquarium now. Thank you for all the wisdom today, Steve. And if you do want to pick up a, a copy of the journal that Stephen and I have chatted about today, you can do that on the website, stephencanyon.com. You can get the digital version or have a hard copy shipped worldwide. Sending out much love to all you KB creatives all over the world. All the KB creatives. Okay, see you Wednesday. Thanks, Steve. Bye.